Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ah, well, hello one and hello all. You join us on a mini-sode of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Liz Best sits across from me and I'm Tom Harris. We're sitting in opposite places. Tom needed to plug his phone in and I'm feeling a little bit discombobulated being on the opposite side of the studio. Different seats, different microphones and we have no idea what to do with ourselves. Hopefully our levels are fine (laughs) because we (laughs) checking Not at all. (laughs) Welcome to our little mini-sode. Today we have a question-themed mini-sode. Yep, it's where we don our agony aunt and uncle hats and right. we try to help you solve your problems with love. That's right, journey through the, the mystery, mysterious world of love and romance with us, dear readers, and we thank you for joining us. Elizabeth Best, mm-hmm. do you feel mm-hmm. that in any scenario that there is merit to playing hard to get? Yes. Yes. But not in a real, like, actually, like... It's more don't be too keen, in my opinion. Zane has pulled his microphone. No, he's no, just trying to get rid of the. So we flooded a little bit today. Mm. And I thought that by pulling down his microphone, he wanted to talk. But no, just trying to figure out where the moisture is in the studio so today. So you're don't be, don't be too keen. Yeah, I'm I'm not about behalf? like playing hard to get, right? I'm not about like being like, I, you know, like you can't have me, I'm going to make you jump through hoops. But I also don't think you need to play your entire hand straight away because Uh, sometimes our brains can run away with us. And we've talked about this on previous episodes where Mm. we kind of race to the finish line in a relationship and we're already imagining, you know, like our whole lives together. And I don't feel like that's necessary to put down right at the start because then, I mean, that can scare people away or it can set up unrealistic expectations or actually put, your relationship behind the rose-coloured glasses that you can't kind of come back from. So I don't think, like, don't put people through unnecessary um, trials to yes. win your heart. Yes. But don't put your heart on the table and give it to them before they've earned it. Yep, that's a, that sounds fair. Um, I'll be super generic and broad here. Men seem to, we seem to hate having to, like, puzzle out clues and you know drip you get we get drip fed information about what what women want and we're much more black and white i think in that in that regard but if someone's also like i've i've dated guys where i've been like yeah i'm keen i'm into you and they've gone uh, well, what, what do enough. i do with that they're like they like the chase and once the chase is over ah, they're just like okay i'm done okay. so so there is the depends who you're dating i guess so uh playing hard to get uh Room for there play, is <laughs> there play is the player, for, not the game. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, that's one. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you've, you've amused me there. I, like, I just <laughs> chuckled to myself. Uh, Liz, do you have a question? I do. Um, hi, guys. Not sure what I'm looking for. Maybe some advice or some reassurance. Okay, we can, I'm do, we can do that. 26. I've been with my boyfriend for about five years and I've not been happy for quite some time. 
We've had many talks. We've tried working through things, but nothing has changed. I'm not sure how I tell him that I don't want to be with him anymore. My anxiety has been preventing me from bringing it up because I am so worried about his emotions and how he will feel. He's always said things like, please don't leave me or you're all I have. And it makes it so much harder. We also live together. Any advice for me? I've been feeling this way for quite a while. So I know it's what I want. I'm just having a hard time getting it off my chest. Uh, Dear reader, first of all, congratulations for getting it off your chest. You've yeah. taken the first step. You've articulated the, these thoughts. You're, you're puzzling you've written it, out. it down. You've written it down. It's bits coming out. Um, you're not responsible, dear reader, for your partner's emotions or the response to being dumped or broken up with, okay? Uh, uh, hey, we, uh, I, we can't, this can't work out anymore and we have to break up. From that point, you're not responsible for how they feel, how they react, uh, what they do, what they say. You're in charge of you, baby, baby boy or girl, whoever's writing in. Um, so that's issue one. Issue two is you're saying I'm I'm worried that I've got my partner says please don't ever leave me or you're all, you're all I've got. That's kind of emotional blackmail That's because not you, kind, you, of, kind of that because is because it is. Um, and so that's two things you probably don't want to hear straight off the bat. But, like, but um, maybe, unfortunately, reader, it's that's that's the way it's going to go. Maybe knowing that that's their partner being manipulative will make maybe, yeah, maybe. their decision and way forward a bit easier. I've, I go on, Liz. I can't agree more with with what you've said. You took the words right out of my mouth. Fantastic. I'll keep going. The third, there's a third issue where, okay, you stay with this person for the next 30 years, right? And suddenly you're 56 and you've been in a relationship with someone for 40, 30, 30, 35 years and you do nothing about it. What has that, what does that relationship look like now? You know, if you stay around, if you stay in a relationship for not wanting to hurt them or for whatever reasons, you're only going to do yourself or the pair of you a disservice, um, particularly if you've identified that it's not currently Gonna, and it's, it won't get better. Staying in it doesn't necessarily won't it doesn't automatically fix it, right? No, you're prolonging a difficult situation. This is very much a rip the bandaid off situation. Yeah. It's short term pain for long term gain. Yes, I- I- exactly. So it's hard. Like it's so hard, especially when somebody has been emotionally manipulating you like that. But you have to see the. Please don't leave me. You're all I have. That is a hundred percent designed to manipulate your emotions and to keep you there. As as to how you go around doing it, actually doing it, Liz herself hates breaking Hate up. Hate it. Hates being the one. To it do makes it. my skin crawl. Uh, I'm sure no one, re- uh, I mean, sick people will enjoy doing it, but most people don't like, the- it is uncomfortable for most people to break up I go up by someone. the method of word vomit. I just <laughs> say it and then it's out. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. And then you've already said it. You've, you've, the dam has been broken and then you can start the waterfall of the whys and the wherefores and the how do we do this. Yes. Uh, so dear reader, you wrote in a question that I think you probably that you want answers to, and in writing the question, you've probably you probably there's already a solution in somewhere in the lizard brain in the back middle of your mm-hmm. brain that's that that knows that this relationship is probably going to end by all by, by, from what I can hear. Yeah, um, you writing into us seems to have seems to have pushed you along that that road um, a little bit there. So the the advice is yeah, you've, it's, uh, if you want to break up, you have to. It has to happen, right? Yeah. Um, 
And you can do this. Yes. I think that's the biggest thing is that you can do this. You're doing yourselves both a, a, a service. I was going to say not disservice, mm. but you, you're doing yourself both a good thing by ripping that Band-Aid off you, yep. because you're stopping wasting both of your time. And it's hard, but what we can give you here is words of reassurance. You can do it. You're being manipulated. Just say the words and once the sentence is out, it's fine. And you're not responsible for your partner's f- emotions and how yes. they deal with uh, with a breakup. All right? You're not in charge. You're in charge of you. Only not, you. Not them. Gee whiz. Thank you for writing in, dear reader. And, um, you don't always want to hear what we have to say. You know, you want to... Uh, People write in and they want us to hear us. They want to hear us say, "Ah, it's fine. You'll be married and lovely. You know, happy for the rest of time." So, if you don't get the answer that you you really want to hear, uh, I apologize for that. But thank you for writing in and thank you for being brave, dear reader. Elizabeth Best, along the f- a similar theme, how do you deal with rejection? Not well. You Tom. don't. <laughs> you don't deal with it. No, like it depends if it's something I really want or not. Um, I have dealt with rejection of people who I haven't super been into and you just kind of roll with the punches. But mm. when it's something that you really want, I tend to – my anxiety makes me worry myself sick. So I tend to, when I get um, like broken up with – if, if it's been a long-term relationship, I do – like I, it physically manifests for yeah, me. Yeah, I understand. Um, when it's a smaller rejection, I'm very much a once bitten, twice shy. So if I'm like, hey, how about you and me? We go back to my house and they're like, yeah, nah. And I'm like, okay, six months later I'll ask someone else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what about you? Uh, not having been rejected in a while. Oh. Um, I, have, I can't just say I, – uh, I, I, I have to preface it um, – I my my immediate response would be would be like oh I'm cool with it as you as everyone should be yeah. you should be you should be quite stoic and understanding and because you're not the main character everyone thinks you're the 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 main character Mm-mm. of the movie but you're not Mm-mm. you're just a you're just a twat in some clothes talking walking around and saying things to other people this whole life is an ensemble cast man <laughs> yeah, this whole right. world that's right so. It is tempting when someone that you, oh, look at her, and she rejects you. It is tempting to go, ah, and fall apart and histrionics and tantrums. Yeah, it's the tantrums that I can't stand. They're like, well, you just missed out on a nice guy. Fuck you, bitch. You're not like, I hear that so often. And you can't lash out at somebody. You have to get a handle on your own ego there, uh, buddy boy. So I think, so my first response. My immediate response would be, no, I'm quite cool. But I'm sure at the time, I'm sure the real answer would be something less. Would you, would you joke? Stoic. Would you turn around and go, oh, it wasn't really asking. It was a joke. But ha, ha, no, good to know how you feel. No, Comedy, bye. No, it would be self-deprecating. It would be, oh, well, you did a, you, that was a smart fair, choice on your, fair, on your behalf. Fair move. Sort of buy, yeah. Try and bow out quietly. Yeah. But I believe the advice would be, no, be uh, you're not the main you're not the main man in this, in this here film. Uh, so no one has... No one has time for your histrionics. No, maybe my maybe yeah. my advice. Yeah, I agree. Like I think it's it's very much like rejection is is difficult to take. It depends how much you've invested in it. But what I are, guess. you know? What are the odds of the, that you're going to change their mind? Pretty low. So you have to sort of right swing and a miss and sort of yeah. shoulder the shoulder and move on. Yeah, 
Exactly. Mm. Oh, I should take our own advice, Tom. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I got turned be- down once like six months ago and I'm like, cool, no more dating for Liz. Uh, I'm done. Our lives would be amazing if we only took our own advice. I know. I, I, that's how I live my life. I constantly dish out advice to people and life lessons and all that. Don't follow it myself. At no, all. I'm sitting in the corner <laughs> rocking back and forth like an anxious, <laughs> depressive mess. Uh Quick cheeky one. What clothing attracts, uh, turn, like arouses you in a in a oh. in someone else? Um, what just like regular clothing? Because like- I, I saw this crop up elsewhere and one big answer from women was men roll, uh, rolling up their sleeves of a business shirt. Oh, that's kind of hot. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the business shirt but like business casual. So you're like, I can do business but also I'm cool. Yeah. Um, I like. I don't. It depends on the person and if the clothes are wearing them or they're wearing the clothes. Yeah, because my lovely lady is more attracted to the suit than the man in the suit. Right. I, I've d- discovered. Yes. She'll see a man in a suit and go, "Oh wow, hey, look at him." He's a. But then she'll look at his face and go, "Actually, no, I prefer, the, the, <laughs> prefer, yeah, prefer yeah. the suit." So the suit seems to be a big answer for a lot of I, people. I'm a. I'm a little bit partial to t-shirt with blazer. I know that seems really wanky, but ah, like yes. that was a big thing. Like I'm probably showing my age here. Like t-shirt blazer. I'm not sure if that's still a thing or not, but I just think it's it's I I think I enjoy it because it's like, hey, I do have nice clothes, but also I'm casual. Yeah, I look. Um, I'm not stressing at all. Yeah. What about? I mean, as a child from the '90s, it's not really clothing, but it's an accessory. A choker. Oh, lady. A lady yeah. on a, on they're a, back. On a lady. Did you oh, know they're I'm, back? Yeah, they're back I'm with thrilled, a vengeance. I'm thrilled for it. Brilliant work, yeah, everybody. Yeah. I don't know. what is Something in the 90s like... Uh, you know what else is back? Short tartan skirts uh, and Doc Martens. Damn time. Yeah. <laughs> I can take or leave the Doc Martens, <laughs> but, but yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, there are some items of clothing that the that the the gender you're attracted to and you just put on, and you're like, yeah. ah, that, that works. I've got a friend who's obsessed with um women when they wear over the knee socks. Yeah. Oh, yep. Thigh, like knee high socks the, the, the thigh or thigh high socks. Yeah, 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 especially yeah, yeah, if they're stripy. Yeah, 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 I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like and no matter what, or, or knee high boots, like. Yeah, and you she's know, and she's really into you, and she really likes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the. I'm really into that item of clothing when they're into you. You know, where they really like you. That's the hottest item of clothing ever. So attractive, so attractive. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a little bit of. I what we'll actually we'll post this one in the group. Is yeah, there is yeah. there a particular item of clothing that people wear that you just go? Yes, please. Come to me, yes, please now. Could, uh, Come to me now. <laughs> it could be. It could be a trench coat. Could be yes, a scar- no, could be a, a trench coat. <laughs> it could be anything. Are you into flashes? That's fine. Hey, Just tell hey, us. Hey, we, we'll get some weird and wacky answers. I'm sure of it. Yep. Ah, oh, fantastic. Please write in uh, if you uh, stories or answers to any of these silly questions. Write them in to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. And if you've actually got any answers, if you ever hear us, Ask a question on air and you want to chime in. Yeah. Go to Boyfriend's Past Group Therapy. Chime yes. in, give that advice, and we will make sure it gets to the person. That's where we want to go. Zane? As an asexual person. Oh, yes. Yes. This whole thing makes no sense to me. <laughs> That's fine. You like clothing, Tom's ridiculous attractive? started just there. It was just amazing. Thank you very much. You're but very I'm just going to say, the item of clothing that always makes me think, that person knows what they're doing and they've got life sorted out Man or woman, just in a smoking jacket. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, they're relaxing in a smoking jacket done. Yes, very good. So it's it's clothing, it's not just a a straight or gay gay question. It's one and all. You can take, people dress themselves and you can see that and be attracted to the quality in it. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, I know so many women who wear, like, corsets and smoking jackets and I always look at them and go... You got shit sorted. Yeah, anyth- like, anything. You mean business? You know yeah, what's happening. Literally anything that Cillian Murphy is wearing or not wearing, I'm fine with anything he's wearing. Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, at yeah. all. So, yeah. All right, we'll post that in the group <laughs> straight after recording so that you can chime in. But <sighs> if you want to be on one of our main episodes, go to boyfriendspass at gmail.com um, or that's not canon.com forward slash go to boyfriendspass. Please rate, review, subscribe. You can review on Spotify now if you've listened to a couple of episodes. So if you've been sitting there hearing our call outs for Apple reviews going how do I do this you can now do it through Spotify through Podchaser even just by telling the person that you're sitting next to at work that our podcast exists that's that's pretty much the same thing but until next week keep I mean keep dating people (laughs) we get stories from it I like it When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things, you see some not so interesting things, <laughs> and if you're like me at all, you, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Duenas. We are not your daddy's art history podcast. <laughs> we are both artists, so we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time, we compare it to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof (laughs) around, all right? We have hungry pantry bonds that might startle you. It's a long story. We we feed them art materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum on top of the Art Slice Hilltop. So if this all sounds good to you, join us on Art Slice a palatable serving of art history. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.